0: And we welcome you to another Disney at Play podcast. Tusker House in Harambe Village in Africa and Disney's Animal Kingdom has recently reopened, and we visit for breakfast. We talk about the unusual circumstances that brought us there and how the experience of seeing Donald Duck was pivotal to my autistic son's enjoyment. We take a look at how they are currently serving the family style meals inspired by the flavors of Africa, how that has reshaped the dining experience and whether it was worth the price. We'll also share a little known story of the first time Michael Eisner dined in this facility when the restaurant opened with the rest of the park in 1998. It's a character dining experience worth exploring. So pull up a seat and join us. And by the way, thank you Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Make sure you check out disneyatplay.com. If you haven't subscribed to that blog post, definitely do that because it will send you messages of upcoming podcasts as they come out. You may also want to check out our sister site, disneyatwork.com, where we bring best in business ideas from the happiest places on earth. Let's talk Harambe Village, and the Tusker House. All right. Joining me for this podcast today is my incredible, unbelievable, and super phenomenally busy wife, Kathy. And I appreciate you joining me for this, son. We both ended up with our autistic son at Tusker House. So, Kath, start with uh, how we ended up doing this in the first place.
1: Well... Preston has been very um, anxious about going to the parks uh, since COVID started. Somehow he understood what was going on, and he would not go. And so we finally got him to start going to the parks again, and he loves Animal Kingdom, and he especially loves the Festival of the Lion King. Oh,
0: no, 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 correction. Celebration of the Festival of the Lion King. He corrects us on this because it's not the actual show. It's the... A bridge show and it's called celebration of the festival of the lion king he knows that he corrects us and he loves going to the show won't go back to mickey's filler magic won't really go do spaceship earth won't really go anywhere else but he will go to celebration of the festival of lion king which is a really great show by the way you should do that but anyway keep going
1: so last week we had preston at the celebration of the festival of lion king which has been a whole nother challenge in terms of getting him in and out of the show because he always has a specific seat that he wants to sit in, but nobody knows what that seat is until we arrive. And it makes for all sorts of fun with the cast members that are working there to work with him, but they do a phenomenal job of accommodating him. And so we left the, the show and we Well, were... he ran
0: out of the exit, didn't he, on one, one of the shows?
1: Well, we were finished with the show. It was over. And he kind of took off and got ahead of me, but he generally turns and heads towards the exit because that's all we do. We go to Animal Kingdom and we just go see Celebration of the Festival of Lion King.
0: And then go to Chick-fil-A afterwards.
1: And go to Thankfully, Chick-fil-A. he's
0: got more... Uh,
1: His favorite place to eat. Yeah. And so and instead of doing that, he turned left and he went around to the one side And I'm not really familiar with that restaurant, so I wasn't sure where he was going, but he opened a kind of a backside door and... Which is
0: actually the front door, but yeah, keep going.
1: Went right in to the restaurant. Um, And here we were. And he came within about, I don't know, six or eight yards of Donald Duck, who is his favorite. That's the only character he's interested in seeing is Donald Duck. And that's what's motivated this is that because they don't have character meet and greets anymore. You
0: remember they were doing this whole character meet and greet thing in Dinoland right before COVID where you went and saw um, Donald and all the other characters surrounding Donald there in Dinoland. And they are doing a, um, uh, some barges on the river that include Donald. But for whatever reason he refuses to go see the barges or to wait for them. But he somehow, I, I don't know, I, I would suppose he'd been watching somebody's YouTube on Tusker House or something, but he had figured out that Donald was inside Tus- Tusker House.
1: And so he was so excited to see him, and I think Donald may not have been as excited because he kind of turned and went the other direction. And I began trying to coax Preston out of the Tusker House because we obviously did not have his reservations. Um, I managed to get him back out of the building and a cast member, maybe sensing that something was going on here, followed us out and handed us a little postcard um, that they're giving out to the kids since they can't get autographs. autographs. Um, They have a little pre-made postcard size um, image of, of the Tusker house with little signatures on the back. So we left from there, but Preston now knew that Donald was in that building and he didn't want to go home until he'd seen him and ensued all sorts of panic and frustration as I tried to coax him out of of the rest. uh, Well, out of Animal Kingdom. And so we finally kind of stopped at a location because he was still very unhappy. And I was trying to come up with some way to help him understand that we didn't have reservations and that we couldn't go back to see Donald. Reservations is not something he understands. But suddenly I had this wonderful thought as I held this little postcard in my hand and I told Preston, Preston, this is your ticket to go to see Donald. And it's not for today, it's for 20 wake ups. You can come back and use this ticket to go to see Donald at the restaurant.
0: Just saying 20 wake-ups is like saying 40 days and 40 nights. It's just some infinite period of time out there. He doesn't quite judge how many
1: But it it does mean he has to wake up several times before he's going to get what he wants. And thankfully, that little card, bless that cast member's heart, um, ended up saving the day because he, he saw that as his ticket to come back.
0: Now, coincidentally... He was coming close to his birthday. We thought, why not just take him to Tusker House? And so we looked at it. We thought, um, because we had done BOMA not that long ago. In fact, I I guess it was probably one of the last things we did right before we went into COVID. So we kind of done the African meal buffet. Obviously, what's different about Tusker House is the character uh, meet and greet. So we ended up thinking, well, let's just do a breakfast over there at the at Tusker House. So um, we scheduled the day, told our son, and he was excited to come. And um, we headed out um, to Tusker House. Now, one of the interesting things about this restaurant is what most of the guests pass by every day is is the restaurant, but it's kind of like. Um, the back side of the restaurant, the entrance to the restaurant and really some of the best architectural features of this restaurant are actually on the opposite side, kind of in the area direction as you head toward the, um, the Lion King show. But at any rate, you go back around, we, the, we had the virtual queue uh, that told, you know, uh, indicated it was time to sign in to go and we signed in and we were notified. It was time to go it was perfect timing, we worked it out with our son, and then we headed into the door, and the restaurant's a little bit L-shaped. With the buffet portion, or what was the buffet portion of the restaurant, kind of at the apex of the L, we were put into a room that was a little bit, uh, was really kind of the smaller side of that letter L. And that actually worked for us really good. In fact, actually, they gave us a corner table and we were able to put our son in the corner of the corner table with my wife on the other side. So that kind of allowed us to, to kind of control the situation with our son because, you know, he really wants to get up and give hugs to Donald and pose Donald. He has these certain poses. He wants Donald to go in. You have to cross the arms. A certain way and with Donald extending a foot on the one side kind of like Mickey does actually I've never really seen Donald pose that way but I've really seen Mickey pose that way but notwithstanding he has all these things and he can't do any of those things now what's happened in Tusker house is that they've cleared kind of the center space in each of these dining room areas and what was and so that's where the characters come and meet and greet And uh, we were seated at this corner table. Again, would not be my favorite table if I went there to dine, but it was actually the perfect table for having um, our son come and do this. And I got to tell you, the theming in Tusker House on the inside is really almost as good as the theming is on the outside of the the restaurant. It really has a lot of great themes. For instance, in our room and by the way i showed several uh pictures of this on our website disney at play.com so check those out there's a kind of a driver assignment for the safari safari driver assignment board which uh did not show our son-in-law so i guess he wasn't working that day (laughs) actually it's, it's a fictional um driver assignment board some of the stuff in the room actually there was it was commemorating what was it the best Driver right of, of, yeah, 1998, which was the year it opened. And, yeah, it was kind of... And there were some photos that had faded. There could be some refreshing to go on in this, this uh, facility. But notwithstanding, thematically, it's a great... It, it really has a lot of... It's a really cool space to be in. Now, the buffet portion, of course, is gone. And what's in its place is family dining uh, kind of experience. And we had done family dining um, before. In fact, we had done Thanksgiving meal at at, uh, the Garden Grill, which is the circular restaurant above the land um, boat ride. And we quite, we really had a great experience doing they've always been kind of family dining because there's no space for a buffet they've always done characters and in fact I would say that character meal was the first time that our son really opened up to Disney characters there wasn't Donald at that particular meal when we did Garden Grill it was Mickey and Goofy and Pluto and Chip and Dale as I believe maybe Minnie I can't remember but it it really was a pretty special, you know, your Thanksgivings, you have certain traditions that carry over from from one year to another. But looking back on it, that was actually one Thanksgiving dinner we actually really remember that kind of stood out from the rest. I, I'm looking at my wife saying this, trying to get her to maybe sign on to doing Thanksgiving at a restaurant this year.
1: Oh, that's what that's about. Why do you have to twist my arm? I'm the one who cooks it. I'm happy to go anywhere you want to. <laughs> okay, 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 okay,
0: okay. We'll do that. We'll do that. Anyway, we'll get we'll get a reservation. Anyway, so that's the family style dining, and our server came in. Great server. I I, I thought he was pretty professional and um,
1: yeah, he did a great job. Our son calls orange juice yellow juice because it's yellow, and and he. He changed his vocabulary up, and whenever Preston wanted to refill, he would ask if Preston was ready for more yellow juice.
0: So. Now, yellow juice is the orange juice. the also brought in the, the oh-so-famous Pog juice, which is pineapple, orange juice, and guava juice, and really kind of invited everybody. I think we got water as well. Of course, there's coffee, tea, milk, sodas, um, those kinds of um, beverages available for breakfast. And with that, he brought in, they brought in, pretty much right up front, a pastries basket um, that had um, multi-grain croissants and little tiny cornbread muffins and something called safari bread, which looked like an exotic tiger kind of design on the bread, um, along with whipped butter, Nutella, and strawberry preserves. And then just shortly after that, they brought in fresh fruit with a honey yogurt sauce. Now, your thoughts on all that? Um, Our son loved the cornbread, so that was immediately eaten up.
1: And Um, the croissants were the best I've ever had. They were, that was my favorite thing of the whole meal. They had kind of a whole grain croissant, but it was kind of crispy and and kind of nutty on the outside, but really chewy and... Yeah, we asked for more of those. It was
0: very fresh. As opposed to the safari bread, which looked exotic, but frankly was about as stale and disappointing as you could get.
1: It looked like it had been on a safari.
0: <laughs> Anything, and, and the fruit was fine. Um, the honey yogurt sauce was fine. Um. I thought the i thought what they brought out initially seemed kind of smallish but they kept replenishing it I they brought more cornbread for our son than i can count so i thought that worked okay um and then they brought out um a large breakfast platter with potatoes um or kind of uh fried potato po- wedges potato wedges yeah uh, with a slight um kind of uh kind of an African vibe spice to it. A little really dark. Yeah, maybe paprika. I don't know. But anyway, scrambled eggs, uh, Mickey and Simba shaped waffles, bacon, sausage. And then in an additional dish, they had this thing called Durban chicken egg curry with jasmine rice. Give me your impressions of all of that.
1: Um, it was okay. I didn't, I've never had a chicken curry for breakfast, but, um, it was different and it seemed a little more off the beaten path since you're supposed to be having breakfast in a foreign country. Um, and everything else was similar to what you might have on the cruise line. I mean, the same kind of waffles and Preston was very happy to have the eggs, and they kept refilling and refilling, and refilling, because he'll eat lots of eggs. Uh, and um, yeah, they they
0: were very generous with their portions. But if you kind of went, if if you kind of did a comparison to the entire spread at Boma, um, you just have to admit it, it's 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 sorely lacking. You know, I, I would have thought they would have maybe made cheddar cheese eggs or something a little bit more or and I I would have thought they'd done, you know, a, a order your own omelet kind of thing, you know. Something a little more extra than what they they had on the offering. They they there was plenty of the the bacon was I, I prefer my bacon extra crispy. So, I didn't even bother because it was, in my view, wilted is how I view that bacon. But did you do the bacon? It was...
1: Yeah. yeah. Bacon's bacon.
0: The sausage oh. patties, honestly, they look like the stuff they put on sandwiches at Seven Eleven. It's... It was... It, that, again, could have been something a little bit more exotic, a little bit more interesting. And, um... Again, we had our fill. Um... And as we did this, each of the characters would come around. They would pose in the center of the room. And then they would come back later and do a little musical tag number where they'd kind of dance around the room. Um, And so you had Mickey and Donald. And you had Goofy and Minnie. No, Daisy. We didn't have Minnie. We had Daisy came in. Which, honestly, our son has loved Daisy in the past, but he paid no attention. In fact, he would pay no attention to any of the other characters other than Donald. With Donald, he was thrilled. With the others, he kind of looked down on his plate as if he could possibly ignore them away from from the experience. We were lucky because just after we got seated, Donald came in did his movement kind of around the room came back a few minutes to dance then all the other characters came in and then Donald did another round so we were able to get two rounds of Donald and that was that was really all our son wanted he really wanted that experience with Donald the food was okay but it didn't mean anything to him for the price, now the price, I want to say it was 41 for adults. Our son is an adult at this point. And uh, with uh, the annual pass discount, but with a 20% gratuity, it came just pretty much right at about $150 for the three of us for that meal. So let's put all this together. It was not too hard to get a reservation. They seated us really quick. They took care of us. We had a great server. The food was okay. The setting was pretty cool. In fact, you know, we don't, because we're annual pass holders. we don't do the formal dining in the parks all that often. So for us, it's it is kind of cool to just be able to spend some time sitting and enjoying something rather than moving because if you don't have a formal dining reservation you really don't find a lot of places you can just go indoors get cooled off sit down and enjoy and sit back and you know enjoy the experience so 150
1: 150 that we're gonna pay again if somebody from the Tusker house happens to hand us a postcard
0: <laughs> because he's
1: gonna think he's got a ticket to come back.
0: Or if the Donald meet and greets don't come back.
1: Yes, that needs to happen soon. Enough, soon enough. Yeah.
0: This is this like is a costly
1: my, meet and greet.
0: I would not recommend I would not recommend paying that price for that experience. However, having thought about it several days, I was really glad we did that because I think that's going to be a takeaway memory similar to our, our experience when we went to garden grill at Epcot. It's a, it's a memory that stands out. Kind of I think this experience for us became a memory to, to, you know, stand apart from others. So for us, I think it worked, it worked. It worked. Okay. It worked. Uh, results will vary. Who knows how long they will continue To have this family-style seating, I think it's a great um, answer to this period of time. But I would say probably wait until the full buffet to come, even if they end up hiking the price again on it. I think you would enjoy the experience more if you had a full buffet and you had more choices as to what to eat. By the way... um, for those interested, lunch and dinner offerings include uh, Moroccan-spiced beef, Berber-marinated pork, spit-roasted herb chicken, and Cape Malay green curry shrimp. And again, we have images of this and mac and cheese. <laughs> a lot of mac and cheese. Some interesting, I think, uh, dessert options that they a dessert option that they have. But um, that's a higher price and. I don't know. I don't know that I would, I would go back to do lunch and dinner. If you had to take the postcard and go back for our son, would you, would you try dinner the second time or just go back to breakfast and get the lower price?
1: I'd cut my losses and go with the $150 breakfast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else you want to share? Out.
1: No, I'm good.
0: Duster out. Tell <laughs> us how you really feel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: we really feel is that we love our son.
1: And we're grateful that he he's just been so cooped up. He just has not come out of this COVID thing really well. So it was it was good to be able to spend that time with him and his birthday's this week. So it was good.
0: Speaking of which, you know, we actually have some wonderful uh articles that that Kath has written on autism. And so if you have a child dealing with autism, go check that out on our Disney at play site. It's a, it's a down menu. And uh, there's a number of stories that we share about our experiences cause we've been, wow, well, we've been doing this for 19 years this week. Uh, well, and, and even before then with a another daughter who is more high functioning, but um, it, it, It's a different experience when you bring someone like this. And for us, an autistic person coming back to the parks, it's it's just taken him longer to get back in the groove of doing that. All right. Thank you, Kath. Appreciate you joining us. And you know, you really ought to do this more often. That's what I think.
1: Okay, we'll do it.
0: Before we end, I have to share one other memorable dining experience that uh, my wife and I enjoyed and another one that we weren't at but notwithstanding very, very memorable. We had a great friend of ours. We still have a great friend of ours we've known for the many years we've lived here. Richard has been just a really good friend and what a wonderful guy. He was a chef at the top of the world back in the days when we first got here in in uh in the early well around 94 95 um in the last years of top of the world he was the chef one of the chefs up there and uh and he treated us on one occasion to an opportunity to see the show before it ended what a blessing that we were able to see it before it was eventually transformed into the california grill which is a great restaurant and We've enjoyed it many times and I used to host groups at lunch uh, back in the day when I was with Disney Institute. So I'm very familiar with the California Grill but I still have that memory of being at uh, top of the top of the world. Well when that restaurant concept ended and California Grill was created, it was about the same time that Disney's Animal Kingdom was being built. and Richard is from Ghana. And he decided that he would like to be a chef at Tusker House. And so he joined the uh, culinary team there and was there on opening day. Now, on that day, they had a uh, VIP style luncheon experience and an exclusive kind of experience for those who were uh, the primary uh, executives involved with Disney's Animal Kingdom on the on the day the park opened and uh, Michael Eisner was there and he was um either greeting the staff I can't remember how the story went he I don't think it was a buffet but maybe he went through a buffet at that point but next to him was apparently Joe Rohde and uh he goes through the staff and you know that the cast members carry a name tag that says where they're from. And Richard's name tag said that he was from Ghana, Africa. And Michael noticed this and he said, Oh, so you're from Ghana, from Ghana. And he goes, yes, yes. I'm I'm from there originally. And he goes, well, so what do you think of Africa here at Disney's animal kingdom? And Richard so lovingly and uh, said, uh, said so oh it's amazing i it looks just like my homeland it it just i didn't realize they had foliage and, and trees and 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 they, that that they had the same kind of um, landscaping and everything that you get back in Africa, not realizing what the Imagineers had gone through to kind of recreate that setting. Well, big smile came over Michael Eisner and a big sense of relief came over. I think Joe Rody, who was standing next to him in line as they stood through this. Um, you know, I can assure you having been at Disney's animal kingdom bef- well before it went under construction It was nothing more than orange trees and cow pastures. Um, We don't appreciate how much effort went into transforming this park into the lush and amazing landscape that it is. Um, But at any rate, I thought you might appreciate that little story from the opening day at Tusker House. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us for this Disney at Play podcast. You want to check out some of our previous podcasts recently. We had a few technical issues, so make sure you check out uh, our previous one, which was replay of The Little Mermaid and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And the one prior to that, which goes into all sorts of things happening at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Also, make sure you check out my YouTube channel, J. Jeff Kober. And if you want a chance to bring the best of Disney into your business or organization, definitely check out disneyatwork.com or my sister site, Performance Journeys. We bring, well, seminars, workshops, online tools, all sorts of training, development, and consulting solutions from the happiest places on earth to your organization. I've had 20 years of experience, well, even 25 years experience now that I added it up, of being out in the trench, working with organizations and helping businesses in the public, private and nonprofit sectors take their organization to the next level. Right now I'm working with IT organizations, government, both at uh, the state and federal level, plus uh, organizations as far as Singapore. And we can help your organization as well. So reach us at disneyatwork.com or performancejourneys.com. And again, thanks for joining us. Whether you are uh, at home or abroad, always remember, wherever you're at, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.